computing your capital gains rates and exceptions. Your home is most certainly the most significant and most cherished purchase of your life. You took all of the arduous steps to achieve your home ownership goal, numerous property searches, contract discussions, inspections, and closing. It's now time to sell. So, what's next? Are you aware that your home is a computing your capital gains asset that is liable to capital gains tax? If the value of your house increases, you may be obliged to pay taxes on the rise. Most homes, however, are exempt owing to the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997. If you're single, you won't have to pay capital gains tax on the first $250,000 you make, excess over cost basis. A $500,000 exemption is available to married couples. However, there are certain limitations. Key Takeaways If you are single, you may sell your main house and avoid paying capital gains taxes on the first $250,000, and if you are married filing jointly, you can avoid paying capital gains taxes on the first $500,000. This exception is only granted every two years. If you're single, you may add your cost basis and any upgrades you made to the $250,000 limit. If you're married, you can add your cost basis and any improvements you made to the $500,000 limit. The house must meet IRS criteria for being a primary residence. According to these conditions, you must have resided in the home for at least two of the preceding five years. If you buy a house and then sell it a year later due to a significant increase in value, you will have to pay computing your capital gains. If the profit exceeds IRS criteria and you've owned your property for at least two years, and fulfill the principal residence rules, you may owe tax on the profit. Individuals can deduct up to $250,000 of income, while married couples filing can exclude up to $500,000 of gain. When is a home sale fully taxable? The capital gains exemptions are not available to everyone. Gains from the sale of a house are wholly taxed if the property was not owned and used as the seller's principal residence for at least two of the last five years before the sale. Some exceptions apply acquired the property through a 1031 exchange within five years. The seller is subject to expatriate taxes. The property was not owned and used as the seller's principal residence for at least two of the last five years before the sale. Capital gains tax on home sale example. Their area grew tremendously, and the value of their home skyrocketed. They sold their property for $1.2 million in 2020, seeing a chance to profit from the rise in housing values. The selling resulted in $700,000 in capital gains. They were able to exclude $500,000 of capital gains as a married couple filing jointly leaving $200,000 liable to capital gains tax. Their total income is enough to put them in the 20% tax bracket. As a result, they owed $40,000 in capital gains tax. Read more. Convert your second home into your primary residence. Many homeowners find computing your capital gains exemptions appealing, to the point that they may strive to take advantage of them as much as possible during their lives. Because non-principal houses and rental properties do not have the same exemptions as primary residences, 
more people have looked for creative ways to lower their capital gains tax on property sales. Converting a second house or rental property to a primary residence is one way to do so. Before selling, a homeowner can use their second property as their primary residence for two years and benefit from the IRS capital gains tax exception. However, there are certain restrictions. Depreciation deductions on profits made before May 6, 1997, are not included in the exclusion. Collectibles Gains on collectibles, including art, antiques, jewelry, precious metals, and stamp collections, are taxed at a flat rate of 28%, regardless of income. If you're in a tax category lower than 28%, you'll be hit with this higher rate. If you're in a higher tax band, your capital gains taxes will be capped to a maximum of 28%. Owner-occupied real estate. If you're selling your primary house, real estate capital gains are taxed under a distinct set of rules. The following is how it works. A person's capital gains on property sale are exempt from taxable income up to $250,000. $500,000 for married couples filing jointly. It is true if the seller has owned and lived in the home for at least two years. Capital losses from the sale of personal property, such as a home, are not deducted against gains, unlike certain other investments. It is how it would operate. A single taxpayer who bought a property for $200,000 and sold it for $500,000 realized a $300,000 profit on the transaction. He must declare a capital gain of $50,000 after applying the $250,000 exemption, which is the amount liable to capital gains tax. In most situations, significant repairs and upgrades can be added to the house's base cost lowering taxable capital gain even further. Investment Real Estate Real estate investors are frequently permitted to subtract depreciation from their revenue to represent the property's gradual degradation over time. This deterioration in the home's condition is unconnected to a future increase in the property's worth due to the real estate market. The amount you're regarded to have paid for the property in the first place is reduced by the depreciation deduction. As a result, if you sell the property, your taxable capital gain may increase. The difference between the property's worth after deductions and its sale price will be more significant. Computing your capital gains Capital losses can be subtracted from capital gains to determine your taxable profits for the year if any. However, if you've made capital gains and losses on both short and long-term investments, the computations get more complicated. First, must add all kind of profits and losses must be added together. All short-term gains must reconcile with all short-term gains. The short-term losses are then added together. Finally, the profits and losses over the long period are calculated. The short-term profits are subtracted from the short-term losses. Long-term profits and losses are treated in the same way. Finally, the short-term and long-term figures are added together to arrive at the final net capital gain, or loss, declared on the tax return.